0: get you started here uh, Mr. Coles. i'm sorry no no no, no. <laughs> i want to kind of set the scene it's
2: almost there
0: ladies and gentlemen it's always interesting in uh, holiday week as we call it here at, uh, at hubbard radio and i think it goes throughout most of the radio stations across the twin cities and probably across the country right. and maybe even worldwide where this is a week where a lot of people like to burn up their vacation days oh. although i'm one of them i talked to this i talked to hauser about this yesterday i love working this week the traffic's great there's nobody in the building. Check. You, you can roll in basically whatever check. you want. Check. <laughs> Tell the boss, oh man, I've been slaving away since 7 a.m. Check, you know, check, check. And I'm not burning vacation days. Four check. I can use it in June when it's 75 degrees outside. You and
2: I are kindred on this man. Plus, we my, bros on this one. My wife and kids are at home. You think I want to spend all day with them? Check. Hell no. Look, keep going. I'm coming uh, to work. You've got five, five important ones. Yeah. I, I got a sixth one for you. Okay. So. Oh. Performance is not measured. Oh, God. Performance isn't measured. They don't care. They don't care what we do. <laughs> A warm bodies, willing to do radio. Get on in there. Six very good reasons <laughs> to be working during the holidays. I love and it. And point seven kind of ties into point five, that you can take your vacation in June, July, August when yeah. it's warm and nice. Why we do live in Minnesota for those few months. Uh, you then depart. When all the suits and oh, the yeah. performance gaugers and then they say, are here. You're not here. Oh, man. <laughs> what
0: a soldier. He came in during holidays. holiday week for us.
2: Right, right. Hey. And, and <sighs> wait, I got Trying to point, help out, boss. Point number eight. We might have a checklist of 10. I got more goddamn free food in the newsroom over the last oh, week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, the Hubbards, right? Yep. Hubbard Broadcasting. They always the take family good care will just of us. Yep. us over the holidays. Oh, very kind. They don't have to. Many companies wouldn't. So, and then. When we had too much food from Sunday and Monday, right, Christmas Eve, Christmas yep, Day. Yep, I'm, I'm in that also. I don't know about you, but I even when I'm working, I'm in that time between Christmas and New Year's where I literally have to stop and go, which day is it again is this, today? This is Wednesday. Wednesday. No, 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 today's no, no, today's Thursday. today's Thursday. Beer show day. It's I have show no day. idea, even though it's not any different. Oh, and, I know. Especially if you're working, but honestly, I'm sitting here going, okay, this is... Yeah, twenty eight. Right? Am I supposed to do GL today? You know, <laughs> yeah. No, I absolutely. I, but we'll get to that. So, okay. So point eight was yep. m- now when you do take your time away, the performance is being gay. You know, we're in a we're in a week of non-performance. Oh yeah. You know, non-gauging performance.
0: Just make right? sure the Just building doesn't explode. Yes. And nobody dies. Yeah,
2: you can do almost anything. Yeah. And and then free food, and then the, when you do take the time. You would be most likely in a period when there is performance gauging being done. Mm-hmm. So you, we're smart, yeah. you and I, oh, yeah. right? Hey, like De Niro, you, right? right here. You and right I, De here. De Nobody can see that, but it's really cool. So when what you want right in, now, you know, because yeah.
0: you, you and Hauser, are, are, you've got the you, you TV guys, oh. you've got the skills where you know, no. all right, the theme, the theme hits at one o three. So I can, I, I got this. <laughs> I wish I knew. So when you sat down at one o one, I said, "What you doing here so early?" <laughs> I, you were right, man.
2: I'm sorry. Um, Oh, by the way, I haven't seen said. J. Cole's from Jay Channel Cole's, 5. J. Cole's you? in the house from Channel 5. And with, with just Reavers, because we have limited staff. Yeah, we're light Again, on personnel. Light on personnel. So, but I wish I were as good as you just described. I love you. I want to give you a big man hug through this window. Because you're so nice to me. Because, no, really? Reavers? I panicked. I, this Today, I, was, I thought I had time, as I explained to you, coming yeah. from Woodbury. Had a little business to take care of in Woodbury. I thought, well, if I'm out of there by noon in Woodbury shouldn't be any later than noon. Oh, I'm I'm fifteen minutes to the station, 20 tops. With today's weather, maybe 25. Maybe half an hour. Because I'm right off 94. Not south end of Woodbury to you know Cottage Grove. Right. I was right there, right off on Radio Drive. (laughs) I pulled into the parking lot at 5-2. So what is I left at about five afternoon? What is that? How much time is that?
0: 15
2: minutes. Almost enough. 15 minutes to go from Woodbury. Well, there are two crashes, and that's what I was trying to ask you. Thank goodness a
0: lot of folks are off. Oh, I left my house this morning. I believe I had to meet someone here at 11 o'clock. So I left a little bit before 10 to, to get here today. <laughs> Took you I, thought, an hour. I thought, okay, it'll, it'll probably take me a little bit more than a half an hour because I'm just past Chaska, on 212. It's straight freeway for me. I haven't. <laughs> And I thought, I, I, I about fifteen minutes in, I hadn't even hit Eden Prairie. And I'm like, what is going on? It, I, know. I know the roads were a little bit slick, and right. there were some spinouts and whatnot. But, but what think, what is going on? I don't know. I
2: the only thing I can think is, okay, you've got extreme cold now with the. Snow sure. and maybe the chemicals don't work. That's that's the theme. Yeah, exactly. I,
0: I get that part of it. But here's what's gonna be amazing come is on. this is the warm day of the week. Right. <laughs> so the snow that we got, whatever we don't get wow. cleared from the streets and the yeah. freeways and whatnot, right. it's gonna be here for about two weeks because it's gonna freeze to uh, I think six below zero is
2: our daytime high on s- Saturday. Yeah, the, the highs are gonna be right around five below. Yeah. So it's gonna get uh. no warmer than five. So I'm with you. I, I get it, but, you know.
0: Right now, I'm staring at the traffic I, camera. Westbound 94. Yeah, This wh- looks to be about where you came from. Yeah. It's not moving. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I was panicked. I was
2: thinking I almost was going to call you and say, Reeves, I'm so sorry. I gave myself time. I hope to get there right at the start, the way it's going.
0: The beauty of oh, uh, man, what we do here in man, GL man, is man. GL has a lot of because we have to supply Whew. content for the network even during holiday oh, breaks. So yes, we got right. we forgot, got tons of best of ready to roll at a moment's notice. We got tons you know, of that.
2: Most people would probably rather hear uh, would probably rather hear best of than me right now. Anyhow, the
0: Christmas light I, rivalry was ready to go. <laughs> Had that to, is a good one too. By the way, had, to, um, had I got, you had some trouble getting here? But I but that did. I, it, it, it it is it's unf- but the thing as I said to, to you earlier, yeah. thank God it is holiday week because you could have yeah. doubled oh. what what it took you to get here <laughs> on top of that it. if it was a normal if it was a normal business would
2: day. not have made it. And I and I'm I was excited. I'm excited because I'm going to tell the listeners right now, all the GLers out there, that I put some effort into this show, man. Oh, we got, we're, we're, Are we loaded, <laughs> locked, nice, locked and loaded. Nice. I mean, I'm going to get into good stuff here today. I've got, I got Wonder Woman. She's going to come on at two o'clock. What? No, a Wonder Woman, oh. a true superhero. Okay. Stabbed 14 times here in Minneapolis. I saw woman. that story. Uh, unbelievable. Uh, fought her guy off, fought the attacker off. Uh, We're still going to try to catch the guy. So I wanted to interview Morgan because she's just incredible. 14? Uh, yeah. And she, and her story, when she tells you the story about what she did, to, to challenge the guy and just figured, come let's do. If we're gonna go, let's go. Like, oh wow. you know, yeah, you gotta love her. Morgan Evenson is her name. I had her on Channel Five a week ago, and part of the reason I'm following up with her today is you got for the radio people who have not heard her story. It's an incredible story of survival, and. The goodness of people, you, you know, everybody has this notion that you know we, we're not as uh, friendly, giving, caring. Uh, there's more uh, to me. There's more good than evil, and good always wins out over evil. Evil's always going to be because you can't have good without evil. It's like you can't have good weather; you, otherwise, you wouldn't know what you, you, you got. A bad weather, you wouldn't know what good weather is, right? right. You got to be broke before you know what it's like to have money. Same with evil and good. It's got to be there; otherwise, you would never understand what good was. The people in her neighborhood are good. And they're courageous, and I interviewed one of the guys that uh, helped her, Seth V. Brock. Uh, Seth can't be on today, but uh, when I went out to interview him before I interviewed Morgan the next day, still blood where this encounter happened at 32nd and Fremont Avenue South, My God. two blocks from Calhoun Square. So we got Wonder Woman coming on. I got Dave Schultz coming on to talk about the le- professor from Hamlin University with more letters after his name than you've ever seen. Governor Dayton first took on the legislature, right? Not going to pay yep. you. Goes yep. to the Supreme Court wins. Now he's doing the lieutenant governor thing where he's plucking a Republican senator out of the state Senate. Yep. And they're saying, yeah, you can't hold your state Senate seat while you're lieutenant governor, which then throws the balance of power into the Senate out of whack because he chose a Republican senator. And now it's set to go to. Probably, maybe, possibly could end up before the Minnesota Supreme Court, because there is an 1858 Supreme Court ruling about this very issue, and Dave Schultz is going to break that down. So we're getting a little wonkish with Dave, but good stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Good stuff. And then, uh, I've got a story to tell you about the City Hall shooting you're not going to believe. Um, tragically, cops had to open fire within the police department, right? Yep. yep. Um, but I got to tell you, and this is a little pat on the back, we were the first ones that five between five and six to get it on the air what actually had happened because i'm lucky enough after all these years to have some sources around town and i have a couple down at city hall and within police and so i'm calling around and i get one of my guys on the phone and i go you tell me it's happened It's police you know not very often you're going to have a shooting at city hall let alone in the police department right mm-hmm. my, go, my guy goes yeah what do you need to know <laughs> i was like whoa and i'll tell you how he walked me through what happened which is incredible Incredible! So I'm telling you, I am locked and loaded on this little phone right here that I almost
0: didn't make. Well, I almost didn't make. And it. And I'm glad to hear that because yeah. I don't know if the boss was able to tell you kind of what's going on here. But we, ver- you virtually have me for I the next know, two hours. No, height, we no got no height, news. No, candy, we got no traffic. No rookie. Nothing, we got nobody. Stinking nothing. So let's.
2: I already knew that. <laughs> I already good. knew that. All right, good. Because I think I did this last year around this time. Ah, okay, so all you all get the drill. All right. So my my message to everybody out there in the roads right now taking an hour to get from Woodbury to here. Don't you move. Don't move. Just stay right there in traffic and listen to us right right after this. Okay, we have a beautiful winter's day out there (laughs) with a high, I don't know, where a single digit somewhere with snow and crashes everywhere. And thank goodness everybody's off work, so it's not as bad as it is. Jay Coles from Channel 5 filling in for the mayor today. Uh, Joining me now is one of my favorite guys in the world on politics and all things legal and all things astronomy. No, seriously, folks, this guy, David Schultz from Hamlin University, he's got more letters after his name than anybody I have ever seen coming out of Greece or anywhere else in the world. This is a man who's got a law degree and he has a master's of law. He has, what else you got, Dave? You got a master's in public administration. You're a Harvard guy. You're, where else have you been? You've, you're the smartest guy I know, is I'm trying to tell people.
1: I have a few degrees here and there. Oh, yes. oh, um, don't you have a Master's of Astronomy, too? I do. I do. I started off college as an astronomer, yeah. crapped out because you have to be a genius in math. <laughs> uh, and then later in life, for just the heck of it, trying to prove it, I, I did get a Master's in it. I will say it wasn't pretty, but I did it. Yeah, and then you've got a, a Master's of
2: Law, correct? Correct.
1: And then you have? A Ph.D. Yeah. in Political Science <laughs> and... I think a lot—a master's in political science and a master's in philosophy. So, oh, so and wait. a law degree, don't you? I do have do a regular law degree? Yes, yeah. Of JD course,
2: too. Yeah. You forgot the
1: JD. Yeah. I there's did.
2: more. I did. There's more letters after your name that I've. I remember when I first started. I think I might have been, you know, Matt Intenza. Told me I should get to know you. This is way back in the '90s. Yeah, I don't well, know if you had done much media back then, and now you're everywhere. But uh, I think I might have been one of the first TV guys to interview. I think interview. you were. I think yeah. it might have
1: been the first interview I yeah, did.
2: Yeah, I think so. And 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 when I looked you up with Matt, I said, "Whoa, whoa!" I said, "Whoa, wait, <laughs> hey, M-A, J.D., Masters," and I'd not heard of a Masters of Law until I'd met you. It
1: was relatively new back then. I were. didn't
2: know, but anyhow, thanks for joining us. You know why I want you on here, right? Yes. I want you. I want. Okay, for the listeners, this is an this I find interesting. Governor Dayton has appointed Lieutenant Governor Tina Smith to fill Senator Franken's seat because Senator Frank is going to resign here in a week, or thereabouts, right after the first of the year. Yeah, interestingly enough. Governor Dayton would like State Senator Michelle Fishbach to become lieutenant governor. She's president of the Senate, and yeah, you, you got to love what Dayton's been doing lately because he took on the legislature and said, "I ain't going to pay you anymore." Right? And ends up going all the way to the Supreme Minnesota Supreme Court, right? And they and they decide to punt on it. They punt on it. So, but
1: basically, giving Dayton the ability to do what he was doing, correct? Exactly. Essentially, to basically, I, I would say the court got it wrong. I agree with with Justice Anderson in dissent, who said that. Uh, he essentially wiped out the legislature um, by saying you don't have any funding. <laughs> right? I mean, it's just amazing. It's a, an interest. It's all very interesting to me.
2: Now, Governor Dayton has put his, you know he's towed he's up to the line again, mm-hmm. and, and this is a, an interesting power play. It's about political power because. Senator Fishbach is a Republican. Correct. Uh, it's a tight, it's a tight, you know, uh, what is it?
1: Uh, well, right now, right, it was 34-33 Republican lead. Correct. Um, Dan Schoen just stepped down uh, because of sexual harassment allegations. He's DFL. Right. So it is 34-32. Yep. And think about it here. Assume yeah. And it's now guaranteed. Assume the Democrats were to win yep. that seat; it goes back 34-33. Yep. Assume then also that Fischbach um, has to resign from the Senate, and I think the Constitution is actually pretty clear on this. On it, um, it would be 33-33 in the Senate. <laughs> and if the governor wanted to take his time to do a special uh, arrange for a special election, you know, yeah, but like that you could have it deadlocked um and that would maybe change the calculus of power in this in the Senate going into the last session when the governor's still in office it's just incredible to me yeah
2: i it is cuz and, and and maybe we should explain to people was it 1898 when was the supreme when did the Minnesota Supreme Court rule on this before
1: it was 1898 and back then just put so, a look the Republicans have brought out a, a, a this 1898 court decision that back then the Minnesota Supreme Court allowed for something very similar to happen. To Republicans want right now. What happened then is that there um, there was a person named Day who was in the st- state senate, and the there was a governor. Governor um, resigned. Lieutenant governor becomes becomes governor. The Constitution back then said that the president, you know, basically required also the succession up to the lieutenant governorship. And the current Constitution says the same thing, that if there's a vacancy lieutenant governorship, um, that the presiding officer of the Senate becomes lieutenant governor. But back then, the court said, well, yeah, it's okay for this person to be in the Senate and also be lieutenant governor at the same time. But the Constitution had very, very different language back then. Back then it also made lieutenant governor, the president pro temp over the Senate, um, and it... So the lines were very different. And what's happened in 1971, um, the Minnesota Constitution was significantly amended. Jack Davies, a friend of mine who was in the legislature at the time, um, is the author of it. I, I talked to him about all this stuff. And all that stuff got changed. All that stuff got changed. So, so constitutionally, it's very different than it was back then. And one can make a very strong argument that the plain language, the clear text of the Constitution says that that Fishbach has to become, uh, in this case, has to become lieutenant governor, has to give up her seat. I think all that's correct. I think I think Minnesota Supreme Court interpreting it today, especially with four Dayton appointees in the majority, would say the same thing. So, because she's president
2: of the Senate, that's Senator Michelle Fishbach. Right. She has to then move into the lieutenant governor's position. Right.
1: Correct. She, there's no option here. No option, in my opinion. Yeah. The Constitution uses the word shall, and shall in legalese means you must do that. And by the way, this is a holdover, by the way, from the old, old days, from the original Constitution, when the governor and the lieutenant governor were elected separately and not as a ticket. Right. Yeah. So so this is getting us back to, what, 1850 <laughs> yeah. something, right? Right, yeah. yeah, because she's Republican, he's Democrat. Exactly, because it used to be that the, the person who got the most votes got to be governor, the person who got the second number of votes got to be lieutenant governor, and in some situations that obviously meant what? The two major parties. All right, right, so Fishbach has to give up her seat. Now, all things being equal, this sounds, again, pretty innocent, you know, just it just sort of happens here, because, you know, Franken is, and the reason why there's a vacancy in lieutenant governorship, of course, is because Franken is resigning. Governor has appointed, under his legal authority, his lieutenant governor to become Franken's replacement. So, all, so, you know, all that, all that sort of on the face of it looks perfectly fine but we <laughs> now have what looks like in the case of here a potential power play is what if the governor now does this appointment not because he thinks that his lieutenant governor Tina Smith is the most qualified and she might very well be I don't know that's, that's his judgment call right, right right but what but what if um, he did that for the fact that it now would make it a 33 33, um, Senate and maybe the Democrats are hoping they can either either pick up that seat in the special election or just simply deadlock it and shift the power balance that's the part that makes it look good and now there's still one more part of the story here one more part we got to get out yeah yeah is that last week the Republicans sent a letter to the governor and and to the um and to the leadership and said, listen, if you really want a, a a Democratic lieutenant governor, we're more than happy to let you do that. And so, what we'd like to propose is a is a special, very quickie legislative session this week. What would happen? The House would come in and gavel out. The Senate would come in. Uh, Fishbach would resign as as um as as presiding officer of the senate and you folks can name a democrat and we'll let her, we'll let you pick whoever democrat it is boom adjourn and then next week when when you, tina smith becomes senator that democrat becomes uh, uh lieutenant governor all that sounds reasonable
2: it sounds reasonable but now if i'm a betting man that's not going to happen
1: it's not going to happen <laughs> the governor has rejected it <laughs> yeah. the tom bach in the senate yeah. has rejected it as a democrat and so it just adds to kind of what we can we call it palace intrigue?
2: Right, it is. It's terribly intriguing. I love the story. Yeah. It's fascinating. And I think, David, um, I think, I I have, I, this is just all my gut reaction sure. to covering all this. I, I've got no inside right. information. I, I believe Dayton does think Tina Smith is absolutely qualified and capable to be United States senator. Yeah. I do. I, I think he thinks very highly of her. I think he does, too. And it's like, I think he's looking at it going, oh, man, this is uh, this is like winning two Steelies against Cat's Eyes and, and Marbles, man. I get to appoint somebody who I think is fully qualified to the United States Senate, and in the meantime, I can disrupt the balance of power in the Senate, State Senate, that is. That's right. To- kind of help me and my democratic buddies over here and it's all well and good because I'm I'm playing fairly right i believe she's that qualified mm-hmm. tina smith and i'm sorry the constitution says uh, senator fishbox got to come on over and do her thing and sorry she's got to lose her. I, th- I i i don't you think he just sat there and went I, I I just I just got two blackjacks in a row. Oh yeah, I, I, I was going <laughs> mean, to say this,
1: this, is, this is like going to Grand uh, Casino yeah. and, and you're right, getting two blackjacks or getting yeah. you know you know two sevens in a row. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doubling
2: down on your tens against an ace or something crazy cuz he can disrupt the balance of power in the
1: Senate, which is huge. Huge. It is huge. This is his, remember. This is his last, last session, and this is after the fact that you know. Remember last earlier earlier this year. It was earlier this year that he lied, item vetoed the legislature out, which means the Republicans are not going to be too thrilled with it. I, I'm call me an idiot, but do you think the governor is going to get anything from the Republicans this year?
2: <laughs> no, 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 no. They were not on a platter. I'll tell you that because they got to be fuming over this. Yes. Yeah, she's fuming. And and then, does she... Okay, oh, I, I got one more question. Can you hang on after the break? Of course. There's, I, want, I want to ask about her future, Fishbox, if, if this stays as it is. So hang in there. We'll be right back. Great. Yep. Oh, just another lovely day in paradise. Why do we live in Minnesota? The quality of life. When it is six below and the wind is blowing and the roads are icy and people can't drive. I always hear it's the quality of life. (laughs) Not San Diego, not Miami Beach. Uh Uh-uh, it's right here. Right here, baby. Right here, baby. (laughs) Jay Cole's filling in for the mayor. Jay Cole's from Channel 5, that is. got Reavers, the only two hardworking guys in the building right now. That's right. And uh, I'm discussing with uh, David Schultz from, uh, uh, Professor David Schultz, with all kinds of letters after his name, one of the smartest guys I've ever met, Um, uh, this interesting, fascinating situation we have at the state senate. With the appointment of uh, you know, Tina Smith, who's lieutenant governor to fill Franken's seat, now we got Senator Fishbach, president of the state senate, having to come over as a Republican and be lieutenant governor under the constitution, and then that creates a possible imbalance and well shifts the balance of power in the state senate, and legal challenges might be happening. And Schultz, as David Schultz, has helped us square all that away. And my next question for you, David, is this: If Senator Fishbach doesn't want to give up her seat, and I'm getting texts and I got sources out there at the Capitol too. They're telling me. Keep going with this because it's fascinating because we're hearing Fishbach doesn't want to leave. She's she's going to stay as a state senator. I'm thinking, is that even possible, Dave? Could, if she wants to say, if my sources are right, she wants to stay as a state senator, can she even do that?
1: No, she can't. And what will happen is if she tries to stay on, I suspect somebody will sue and ask for a decision that basically prevents her from, from forcing her to give up her seat because the Constitution does say she will have to give up her seat, also the different part of the Constitution. But here's what I'm hearing also. This is kind of... Interesting. So, so let us say Fishbach has to give up her seat, become um, lieutenant governor. I'll yeah. first say the chances of the Democrats winning her seat are somewhere between no prayer in hell versus impossible because she got about 68% of the vote last time. I think she's, what, Stearns County area? Uh, Painesville. Painesville, yeah. So, yep. so solid Republican. Yep. But what I have heard is that if a special election is called, she is going to run for her seat. And if she wins, (laughs) then she resigns for lieutenant governorship and goes back to becoming a senator. So part of what the Republicans did last... Isn't that great? This is amazing. It is fascinating. So...
2: So I think so that's you know special- what, if I'm a betting man, I think that's what might happen. I think so too. Because I mean so we- she does not want to she wants to stay a state senator.
1: Right. And that's a legitimate choice on right. her part right. to say that she wants to represent represent her her her, um, her people back home. That's that's a that's a choice she can make. Plus if she becomes lieutenant governor she's out of a job at the end of the year right right versus versus she has a job for um two additional years after that ascender. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't know about you I don't I, think right I, sure from wanting to keep no, her job no no
2: whatever she chooses but here's okay so dave but could could how long could Governor Dayton stretch that out to do the special election? Like, is I mean, yes, that a possibility
1: was, to just drag his feet or, or what? Right. And this, is, right. And this becomes an interesting question. So so let us say she becomes Lieutenant Governor next week, uh, which is going to be true. You know, it, assuming something strange doesn't happen. I think what the second is when Al Franken saying he's stepping down. Let's say that she or the Republicans go to court to try to challenge this. By the time it gets to the Minnesota Supreme Court, they issue a decision. And again, I'm going to come back and say she's going Lose. I just have to say that She's going to lose because, if for no other reason, remember, the governor has four of his appointees on the bench now, um, and those four appointees voted, voted to basically, essentially say um, his line-item veto of the legislature um, was o- was okay. So, anybody who wants to question my legal knowledge. Let's just disband with law. We'll just go with raw politics at this point. Four Dayton appointees on the court, she's going to lose. So the longer Republicans drag this out, the longer the governor can get away with not having to actually schedule a special election. Special. The new session, the not special session, but the legislative session starts. I think February 20th this year. Let's say it gets dragged out in court litigation into January. Dayton then says, "Well, by the time we actually schedule the special election, we have to anticipate a primary, et cetera, et cetera." Well, maybe we can't get a um, a a special election until I don't know mid May. <laughs> What's mid May when the session it's is, is, is over. Over. It's over? Right. Right. And so, what? even if the Republicans or even if the Democrats have no chance. Of, of Democrats have no chance of winning Fishbox seat. It still goes thirty-three, thirty-three, and who knows what's going to happen at that point.
2: This is one of the more intriguing power struggles I've seen in a lot of years yes. of watching what goes on up there. This yes. is fascinating. Yeah, uh, may not ever happen again for many, 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 many years. Right? I mean, it's it,
1: so unique, isn't it? I mean, it is, it is so unique. Now to now to make folks who are listening feel even better. Who do you think picks up all of these costs? We do. do. (laughs) As usual. As usual. you know, whenever you ask me that I always know the answer. (laughs) I know. I always say to me I'm not gonna like the answer. No, it's us, I know. It it is true. I mean right now, all that left fighting between the governor and the legislature about the line item veto, taxpayers pick that up. Who's gonna pick all this up? Taxpayers. Who's gonna pick up who's gonna pick up the cost for a special election? Taxpayers. Now yes, granted that if you pointed a Democrat, you might now have let's say I've heard rumors <laughs> that Sandy Pappas was, was, was a wow. possible okay. you know, and of course that's from a safe Democratic district sure. in St. Paul. Right. Democrats will win that back. Yes, yes, we have to incur costs for that special election no matter what. But the I but the idea of saying that Fishbach forced out of the Senate, special election, she runs, wins her seat back, then 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 we vacate the governor's, and then hold another special election to replace. At that point, the taxpayers wow. are on an extra, extra hook.
2: Okay, now look at this. I got a good source up there, uh, and a good source in the Senate, right? And uh-huh. and this is what the text reads to me right now as we speak. All right. Uh-huh. <laughs> this source says, "Fishbach runs for her seat and will win." Schultz has it exactly correct. How do you like that? You got affirmation from a source that I got up there that this is exact, exactly Wonderful. how this is going to play out. But wait, it gets better. So, uh, okay, we got to take another break. I can't lose Dave. He's got to come back. Dave, okay. you got to come back because I got another question. Perfect. Now that this is the scenario that everybody's thinking might play out. Right. So now I got another question when we come back. Don't go away. I will. <laughs> Jay Coles from Channel 5 filling in for the mayor today and uh, my cohort down in uh, the newsroom. Uh, Dave Dahl is with us today. Dave, you're back. Welcome back. Jay Coles, how are you? I'm doing well. How'd
3: your Christmas, man? It was great. How about yours? Oh,
2: really, really nice. I'm uh, looking forward to New Year's now.
3: I was true. surprised you are working today, man. Oh, yeah, Put in a couple of days, and then I then I'm off for a couple more. And, yeah,
2: nice, smart, yeah. nice, easy days. Like I told Reavers, low expectations when the bosses aren't around. Yeah. right? We this don't have place, to do anything.
3: This place is empty. <laughs> it's really empty.
2: Yeah. So, are you off New Year's and New Year's Day?
3: I are you New yeah. Year's Eve and New Year's Day. I am.
2: All right, I'm coming so, over.
3: Okay, sounds you know, good.
2: I've been, yeah, I've been waiting for the invite over to the new house. I'm waiting, man. Yeah, I know you are. Part- I just thought I'd invite myself. Go ahead. Well, take a hint. Yeah, okay. Part- take- <laughs> oh, <laughs> I already have.
3: Okay. <laughs> just kidding. Partly no, I know. Partly uh, cloudy to mostly cloudy skies. Some flurries at times. Wind chills are going to start to even go down a lot lower than they have been. Tonight's low great, down to... Great,
1: great, Yeah, I know.
3: Yeah, awesome. Five below tonight. Wind chills of five to ten below tomorrow. High of four above zero. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then some brutal wind chills start to come into play. Twenty-five to 35 below tomorrow night, and we're going to stay in that 30 to 35 below range for Saturday night. Saturday daytime wind chills of 20 to 25 below. Yeah, some brutally cold weather this oh, yeah. weekend coming up. Some flurries thrown in between, but no big snow is expected here for the next five days or so. Yeah, next week it warms up a little bit by Tuesday. We're up to ten above, <laughs> okay. and then we're back down to ten below zero by Thursday night. Yeah, this is a, what is
2: going. on? Is this a vortex thing? What do we got? This what? is just this what? is normal.
3: This is normal weather. Oh. Just been a while since oh. we've had some normal, good, good old fashioned uh, Minnesota cold. just
2: here. don't <laughs> like it. You know those two words, quality of life. They're lies. <laughs> All lies, Dave. It's
3: eight above right now JLC uh, in about an hour. All right, thanks, bye.
2: Go away. All right, that's Dave Dolphin Channel 5. Back to Dave Schultz. I got one last question for you, Dave. Uh, and thanks so much for hanging because I didn't know this was going to take all these turns. Yeah, but
1: this is like Peyton Place at the state capitol. <laughs>
2: you know what you did, though? I got I got to work on Sunday for... Uh, or, excuse me, I'm filling in for somebody tomorrow during the day, uh, down in TV news. Right. I'm normally off on Fridays. Yeah. I got my story now. Fishbach going to run for a seat, man. Yeah. I'm going to go do
1: this. I'm going to do the story tomorrow. I don't think it's been, it's been reported yet she might run for a seat. No, but I think the other thing you should do, too, is assuming that's true, find out also... But uh, make some kind of guess here. How much is it going to cost to hold a couple of special wow, elections?
2: There you go. Can I interview you tomorrow on TV? Get you on camera? Sure. Or are you around? I'm around. All right. Let's say uh, I work 10 to 6. What's a good time for you?
1: Uh, sometime in the afternoon, I'm around. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody.
2: We're going to get to my next question. Okay. I just what, to gonna lunch, <laughs> what are you <laughs> going to have for lunch, Dave? Uh,
1: actually, actually, tomorrow
2: I'm going to the little oven for lunch with a friend. So oh, nice. Okay, so after 1 p.m. is what you want? Yes. So could I say 2 I think it would work. All right. Where do you want me to go? Your house? Um, let's
1: figure it out. We'll right. figure it out. What's okay. your address? <laughs> All, right.
2: <laughs> All right. I got my story for tomorrow. Thank you. This is a good tip, actually. Okay. So, uh, now, if, if Fishbach runs and she runs first seat and wins and then resigns as lieutenant governor, who, who I know then the, the president of the Senate then becomes the next lieutenant governor, correct? Correct. Who, but we
1: wouldn't know. Who would that be? be? I, how does that work? Well, we don't know. So, so, assuming, so assuming scenario one where Fishbox steps down uh, and she becomes lieutenant governor, and assuming we don't go into session again until February, it will be when the session reconvenes and they pick the new presiding officer of the Senate. So we don't know. So it could, <laughs> you know, there's, 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 there's no, there's no logical next person um, that, that would fit that bill. So this thing could, could drag <laughs> out a long time.
2: Wow, this is fascinating. Yes. Um, well, you've just laid it all out. I mean, I, you've answered all the questions. Uh, I guess the next thing is to just see what happens. And if it, you know, I, I think either way, Dave, what you're saying is we're going to see something end up in the courts somehow.
1: I suspect something in the courts will happen, or if not in the courts, um, again it'll be a long, drawn-out sort of political intrigue. And maybe to set you up for your next hour, I don't know what you're going to do in your next hour. <laughs> it's, for, it's for people to people to sort of call, if, if, if they can call in or something like that, or text in, in terms of who do you think is being reasonable? Do you think the Republicans are being reasonable on this one and saying you could have your Democratic governor, or, or people say that yeah, this is just power. This is just Business as usual, power politics at the legislature, and the Democrats are trying to squeeze the Republicans. Well, you know, and here's the deal. I wouldn't have
2: spent this much time on I thought we were going to be in and out, and you'd explain the Supreme Court stuff. Yeah. But then when you started t- telling me what you heard about what Fishbach might do, yeah. and now I'm hearing the same kind of in the real you know, rumor mill, you know, I'm hearing stories that maybe that's that's dead on. I'm hearing Schultz is dead on. Yeah. Uh that's a big story because I know this sounds wonkish and kind of inside this and that, but people got to understand the balance of power in the state senate is a huge huge thing. And if this is what Governor Dayton has kind of played out, right. you know, as and and if that's what he thinks is best, he's got that kind of power to do. It, people need to know about it because it 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 affects everything from you know, you know but taxes, the budget, you name it, this is, it's a huge... There might not be anything
1: get done. Nothing might get done because of this. Right, and, and think about the fact, uh, right off the bat, we now know, as of what, about a month ago or so, or was it earlier this month, I can't remember what it is, we're back in, we're back in the red in the state government again.
2: Correct, we and, got a deficit projected.
1: Right. right, so we actually have to do something this session, which is what? We have to balance the budget. This is good stuff, man.
2: You just gave me a great lead for tomorrow. You just gave me a great tip. You're the best. See, what I, that's why I had John. I knew I'd get some news out of it, right? Cool. <laughs> and I know the I know the listeners uh, benefited greatly. And thanks so much. I took way too much of your time. I'm sorry.
1: No problem. Happy holidays and happy yeah. new year to everybody. And I'll see
2: you tomorrow around two. Sure. Bye. All right, thanks, Dave. The best ever, right there, huh? We broke news right here. That Senator Fishbox probably going to run for her seat again.
0: I just want to know what he's going to have for lunch. <laughs> okay, we'll be right back. Jay Coles filling in for the mayor here in Garage Logic. Jay, I know that uh, we were busy with Dave yeah. during the first hour, but we do have a pretty serious story that's just breaking this hour that we should probably get to here very quickly. Yeah. A Twin Cities photographer is accusing M- Minnesota Twins third baseman Miguel Sano of sexual assault. In a post that she shared today on social media, in the post which was tweeted and posted to her Instagram account, Betsy Bisson states after an autograph signing at a store which she was volunteering at, Snow grabbed her wrist and attempted to pull her into a back door. She says, quote, I pulled back as he held onto my wrist. It hurt how badly he was grasping at my wrist, but he wouldn't let go, she writes. I, was going, I wasn't going to give up my fight. Uh, he then leaned toward down towards me and tried to kiss me more than once. Uh, Bisson said that she repeatedly said no and pulled back, but he refused to let go. She says, I screamed. No one came to help. She states, he finally gave up after a solid 10 minutes of fighting to pull me through that door. No, he didn't rape me, but he sure did assault me. She continues. Bisson also shared the story of harassment from the Twins' first base coach, Jeff Smith, a man she states hit on her nearly every game that she attended as a photographer. The first base coach didn't bother me until he tried to ask for my phone number, she says, a married man around 20 years older than me. Bisson states that she felt compelled to share her story after her employer, Twins Daily, was stripped of most of their access Making her realize that I have nothing to lose by telling my story. Uh, the twins responded to the allegations with a tweet saying that they are aware of the incident. Wow, that's uh, that's what we call a bombshell. That is a
2: bombshell. Now, when they so the twins say we are aware of an. They inci- did an the, the incident. twins.
0: The twins' official statement is as follows: Today, yeah. the Minnesota Twins were made aware of allegations involving Miguel Sano at an offsite appearance during the 2015. Baseball season. The Twins, along with Major League Baseball, take these allegations very seriously. Until more information is gathered, the Twins will have no further comment. Wow! So over two years ago, for so they're just talking about the one incident, and then she, she,
2: she talks about two with the first base. And coach, then she correct? also uh, made yeah.
0: mention of uh, Twins first base coach Jeff Smith because I'm guessing that she would have been assigned yeah. to that, that camera. Well, that's just offside of where the first base uh, the coaching guess. box you is. Would guess, right? that would be my guess. So, so
2: but the Twins didn't. Talk about two incidents. No, they, they were, just talked about they Sino's just talked
0: about the Snow incident. Yeah, and not
2: Smith. Is Smith still first base coach? Uh yes, he was as so of as of this last. Do we year. know if that was twenty fifteen too or just the Snow deal?
0: I I believe from the wording of this of her quote in here, this was in reference to this past baseball season for Smith, for Jeff Smith. So and Snow would have been. The twenty fifteen season. So, well, yeah, that's a bombshell. It is. It is, and uh, you just hope that all of the information is gathered before people make their conclusions, one way or the other. I'm not defending either side. I'm just saying we want it. We want clarity when it's when it's someone of this stature and something that 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 is this and you know and very serious. serious. Yeah,
2: because. She's not saying harassment. She's saying attacked. She was assaulted, right. um, which is a whole other level. Yeah. Um, and uh, I do have a quick question when we come back after this break um, about that. We'll get. We'll we'll spend a little more time with this before we go with our guest Morgan Evanson right after this.
0: Fifteen hundred ESPN is KSTP, Saint Paul, Minneapolis.